Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Oh, it is a little later edition of your weekly tea box dysfunction alongside the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy. Hit us up on social media at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y. The word and C-A-D-D-I-E. That is both the Instagram and the Twitter. I will take full blame of the day late approach this week. We were scheduled to do this Wednesday. I had a couple of things come up. Uh, so everybody, Taylor, Caddy. Willing to move it to today, Thursday at about 1 p.m. So thank you uh, for the flexibility of when no one has anything going on. Don't thank me, man. You're going to get a whole bunch of grief because of this. Because we was trying to get this done early in the week. But in what we'll get into later, all kinds of little inside tidbits came out. So we was like, all right, maybe we'll just let's wait till Tuesday. All right, hold up. You can't do it Tuesday. We can't do it Wednesday. Okay, but there's going to be a big announcement that's not coming. So we we were basically every hot girl in high school and college. We just kept teasing you for the entire time. Yeah, I call it the queen bee. What happens is the queen bee has all them little worker bees around, but none of the worker bees ever get none. It's all just there's one big good tease but before we get too deep in today's program we need to talk about our friends at shippo for e-commerce businesses shipping in two days or less is the new standard as a growing business how can you keep up introducing shippo your business's new secret weapon shippo is the only shipping software for growing businesses that you can start today set up in minutes and then ship today because they ship hundreds of millions of packages, Shippo's volume discounts save you up to 90% off carrier rates. Simply connect to your online store to Shippo. No coding or technical expertise required. They will instantly identify the lowest shipping rates from 55 plus top global carriers like UPS, United States Postal Service, FedEx, and DHL. Your orders are automatically pulled in and ready to go. Just click print and ship. Plus, automated return labels are free. You only pay if your customers use them. Companies that use Shippo save thousands of dollars, free up hours of valuable time, and on average grow 77% year over year. Join over 100,000 companies like Goat, Hims, and MeUndies who are saving up to 90% off carrier rates with Shippo. For our listeners, they are offering their best discount available anywhere. Get a shipping consultation and Shippo Pro plan six-month trial for free at GoShippo.com. GoShippo.com slash Maddie. That's up to $700 value for free. Go to Shippo.com slash Maddie. Again, GoShippo, S-H-I-P-P-O.com slash Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y. All right. That takes care of a paying, paying a couple bills. Yeah. All right. So a couple things have happened since our last podcast. <laughs> First is the four participants have agreed to a rematch of the match with a couple of Hall of Famers thrown in. Two rematch, two players is a rematch and two new elements added in. All right. So would you care it tentatively? What we've been told, Memorial Day weekend in Florida for Tiger versus Phil, yep. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. May 24th, somewhere, poten- potentially May 24th, potentially in Florida, and potentially... Is that Tiger right now? Is that Tiger I know. Right? This is, I'm trying to, I was trying not to give stuff away. And so, this is the problem. So, my iPad, you can't turn... There's no way to turn a ringer off on the iPad. Do you want me to to text Steve Jobs from the grave and see if he can figure it out? That was probably probably the one thing. Can you imagine if that was his last dying? Like, oh, here's how to meet the... Wait, wait. (laughs) How do you mute it? Oh, dude. No. Bring the paddles. Bring it back for a sec. Man, he's going to tell us how to mute this thing. It didn't have a switch, man. I don't believe this. <laughs> FaceTime and no mute. <laughs> Between that 
<laughs> that was his last wish. And then having your phone not go to crap when you don't update the new software. Right. But see, that was, that was, I think that was ordered. That was one of those things was like, listen, man, if everybody has this great technology, why are we going to come out with one every year? And it was like, yo, when the new ones come out, slow the old ones down. Like a Russian state secret. <laughs> All right, back did, to the match. We will slow things down considerably <laughs> for you. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, here's the thing about the match. So what's the sticking point? So there's a few things that, number one, this has to be tour approved. So as we know, even though it's come out, you know, it's all going to be for charity, all going to the COVID relief fund. In order for Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods to hit a golf shot on TV for someone other than the PGA Tour, Tour got to get a taste. Why? Because that's because every player, when you sign a deal to join the PGA Tour, you give up your likeness. So is that what they did with the, for the first one? Yes. The okay. other thing that no one talked about with the first one was, you remember how when we got to the end, that last par three, and no one was gambling, and everybody was like, yo, what's the deal? You guys haven't made a bet for like... Yeah. Eight. So what the tour didn't tell, and what no one told anyone was, one of the stipulations that the tour put in there, because it was happening in Vegas, and it was pay-per-view, big gambling thing... The tour stipulated there could only be four bets, four ah. wages. So remember when Phil said, I bet you 100000 I birdie the first hole? He wasted yeah. one before they ever teed off. And, and that's why they it, only bet on three of the par threes. When they got it, to the last par three, couldn't make a bet. They didn't have no more. And it was all charity. Like, it wasn't like, hey, here's my – like, it wasn't – this is going to sound rude, but it wasn't like legitimate betting with each other. It was all charitable. Kind of. Like, it wasn't degenerate like they're typically doing when they're playing on the weekend with their buddies. Well, this was part of the thing we talked about with the first one. You know, we're playing for a million. They're playing for a million dollars cash, man. This is cash money. You know, 10 million cash. And it's like, well, you're not playing for your own money. Go get your own money out the bank. Then then it's going to be, there going to be some grinds right there. If you're playing for your own money, you got to put your own money in the pot. But that's why... This time again, if and when this happens, they have to bring Pat Perez and Charles Barkley back. But this time, they have to let them on the golf course. Yes, now. Because by adding Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, Peyton might be the only one to try and talk a little bit of smack. I but I liken it to this. You know what it's going to be like? Because these dudes are so corporate, it's going to be like it's like going to Cold Stone Creamery and being like, yeah, let me start with vanilla. Be like, perfect. What can you add? More vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> why well, would you do that? People say that about Tom Brady, and I don't know why I'm such a Tom Brady apologist, but he is sneaky funny. Yes. Because it's Peyton, and he's got six rings to Peyton's two, and they always want to compare the two. Brady, I think Brady's going to have more to say than anything. Now, I do agree with you because Tom's still playing, that he's not going to be – as loose as you might think, and, and Manning we've seen doesn't give a damn. But I like, did you just see the social media thing that Tom put out after it was announced? Yes. See, he's funny, and he'll give you. He's going to give you more than Phil and Tiger do. No, Phil is hilarious on social media too. But you know why they're hilarious on social media? Because they get to control everything that they say. That I agree with. So. That's why everybody's like, this is going to be awesome. We're going to get to see Tiger and Phil like we never seen them before. Do you remember the moment when Tim, Phil's brother slash caddy, looks Tried at him and goes, I'm going to curse, man. I can feel it. It's coming out. I'm going to curse. Yeah. And Phil is, you better not. You better not. You better yeah, not. He's like, I want to see an F-bomb right now so bad. And it was, it was Corporation Phil. That's why this leads – to the epiphany that I had this week about Ooh. uh oh uh oh I had I had an epiphany that I'm just I'm just angry right now I'm angry <laughs> and here's why it occurred to me that I don't want pity sports I don't want 
oh, there's nothing going on, so let's come up with another match. We've, we've already seen this before. And my epiphany was that I'm okay with nothing until there's something. Wait, I, what's a pity sport? A pity sport is an NBA horse competition. A pity sport is drubbing up interest for a match that we've already seen and throwing in two quarterbacks to make it entertaining. I don't need creation of con- sports content because we don't have any. I'm willing to. I don't. Wait, horse is not the way that they played horse. That was not a pity sport. That was bored people allowing us to watch what they normally would do together anyway. First of all, they guys don't were going to really do that together. Second of all, what? Was, Wait a minute. You don't think guys people, play horse no, before practice and stuff? It's because the NBA thought people were clamoring for the NBA. Yeah, we are for the NBA, not virtual shooting on a court. Well, it wasn't I don't virtual. Mean, it was the guys outside in there at their house, and well, one guy would. Do, it's virtual when it's when it when it's not done in person. Everyone's doing it via phone, like the dra- NFL draft. It's virtual, but it was still kind of fun to watch. It was more fun. At least it was more fun. You know what I would say was not fun. That in con- is another one in concept seemed awesome. In reality, was horrible and sucked. It was watching. The NBA players play NBA 2K. That's what I'm saying. Now, that right there is – now, here's the thing. In theory, in theory, awesome. Why? Because guys sitting down, like if they play like my kids play or if they play like guys are playing Call of Duty and they're talking smack, but no one was talking. And it didn't seem like the play – it didn't seem like what we were watching matched up with what they were saying. Right. So that that part wasn't, but in theory, that's a great, the idea is fantastic and good. Actually, going out and playing golf is, I think there are ways, there are ways that the match part dua could have, could have been really, really good. I'm not excited about it. I'm just not. I know. I'm not. Because I I feel like, here's what, here, let me use an analogy here. You know when you're just down and, and someone's trying to kick you while you're down and you almost get like a a sympathy something or other, right? Like, oh, just, you know, it, it, it almost feels like it's a sympathy play for everybody out there. Now, it's probably a lot of it's probably going to go to charity. So there are charitable causes to it, which I think are good. All of it's going to charity, but which is fan- yeah, but, fantastic. Uh, yeah. My, it's like... As we tape this Thursday, April 30th, this is day 50 without sports. Mm. I have come to grips and have closure with the fact that there aren't sports happening for the near near future. Maddie, so, this is part of the grieving process is, I think, so, step three. <laughs> so please don't Acceptance. patronize me with creating stuff. Let's just all wait. And I just, this, the, the coverage that this match is getting is almost angering me because I've seen it before. They're trying to throw Sriracha on it with a couple of good quarterbacks and make it what it is. Yeah, I just think, I don't necessarily feel like it's that. What I feel like it is, it is you want to be the first. We want to be the first port to be back and tee it up because we know all the eyeballs will be on us if we're the for, first sport to play and in a business like we are in where nowadays people think being first matters i'd rather be right correct you know which is again why people are like man how come it took y'all so long to come out with such and such and so and so because it's like you know what because i want to be right i don't want to be the first and have to apologize or just be the first and be like, yo, I came out with this and then have stuff wrong. Like that's we see it. that <laughs> so many times. The part that I don't like that's made up is like, if you knew Tiger versus Phil by themselves is not wasn't everything that you were hoping it was going to be, why Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? The two greatest quarterbacks of our generation. So grab, what? But, you're, but then what you're doing is you're grabbing the football audience. So you're taking the biggest audience we have in American sports, which is football, NFL to be exact, and you're pairing it with the two biggest names 
in their respective sport. So they want the golf johns to be attracted to Tiger and Phil again, which I'm not because I've already seen that boring play out. But then you're hoping to grab a football fan with Peyton and Tom and make the number bigger. That's all they're doing. It's a, no, it's a number play. Okay, but then if that were the case, Peyton Manning hasn't played in a long time. But I would so argue, if anything, I would take Aaron. Imagine Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Well, Aaron Rodgers is too controversial. Why? On Why? the golf course? No, no, we're not. We're not. Here's where you're making the mistake. I'm not talking about Peyton and Tom Brady, the golfer. I'm talking about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, the quarterbacks. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is is too controversial and hasn't done enough to warrant an invite to something like this. That's as nice as I can be. Okay. I don't agree with that, but I would say if you're going to go with one player, Tom Brady, who's playing right now, then get another quarterback who's playing right now. I would bet if you looked at numbers, I'm sure sport track or someone has this. I would bet that Peyton Manning is still one of the top five NFL endorsers in the world. Well, yeah, I would agree with that big time. Well, well, that means that says that he's still very much in the, in the public eye. Okay. But then that also means that you're blatantly going just for the corporate look then. Well, so that's with, exactly right. That's who's yeah, got the money. I'm not, yeah, I, you know, but the, now you've worked your way, now you've worked your way through why I just don't have any interest in this. And yeah. it's a good segue to thinking, all right, well, you just said it. The match wanted to be first because then in two weeks following that, or a week and a half following that, is the projected start of the PGA Tour season mid June at <laughs> Colonial. Which, ba- were, which, yeah. whole other bag of issues. Let's start here. Okay. All right. So, have you now, because you're in step three of your grieving process, you've come to terms with there are no sports now. Have I'm, at you, peace, I'm at peace with it. And are you at peace now with no fans being at sporting events for the first few when we get back? Nope. I don't understand how. How do you come? I tripled down on SportsCenter. I tripled down on SportsCenter after I interviewed, uh, who was it? Was it Mario Cristobal, Oregon head coach? Oh, is that Orgeron? I had Ed Orgeron on on SportsCenter with me. As you wear an LSU t-shirt as we're doing this. That's right. Before the NFL. Herm Edwards is a little upset with you right now. Probably just deleted you from his contacts, but. Knowing the way that your phone looks, you didn't have his phone number anyway. The second <laughs> – I can't wait. The one day I do show you my Rolodex, you're going to be like, damn. Why don't no, you I won't. Because I'm not a Rolodex whore. All right. <laughs> I doubled down on it on SportsCenter on television after Ed O was on, and I told L, I said, I am taking a very unpopular approach to this, but until we can have – Fans in the stands, no sports, none. Anyway, I don't want to go back down that alley, but no. So in my grieving process, no, I haven't. But anyway, as you were. So no, huh. no fans, no sports. Okay. So, okay. So you haven't come to terms with that. Nope. So let's start here because there are some things that we are now, as we record this, five and a half weeks from the point of go time and nothing has been officially approved yet. There are still lots of meetings and lots of question marks that are going on. And both of us have our friends and sources that will not be named, but we're going to talk about some things that doesn't make any sense right here. Number one, we're playing with no spectators. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Are you okay with PGA Tour players playing in face masks? No. I'm not either. No. I don't think that's a good look. I just don't think it's a good look. I don't think that it it is the right... If we're not at a point where social distancing is enough... Thank you. Which, which they're going to have to do on the golf course. With the, I understand... It would be impossible to police it with fans. So I understand not allowing any fans in, but for people on the playing field to try and do this with a a medical mask on 
I don't think sends the correct message. And from what I understand, telling the tour, trying to tell players that they're going to have to wear face masks while they're on the golf course for five hours. In and by the way, it's hot. In yeah, I was, that's what I was just going to say. In 100-degree heat, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some hell to the nose. Okay, so stay there for a second because that gets into – and Michael and I, what we're going to do is we'll kind of weave in the conversations we had with our respective people who were on, in on these conversations. So that's step one, the mask situation. I will take it to my situation out here in Connecticut where my golf club is open. Uh, they're adhering to social distancing protocols. But my dopey ass is playing golf. Me too. With a couple of people. Social distancing, we're walking, and we're not wearing masks. So if we are doing it with probably more people, like I, the mask thing to me is a joke. Either do it right or don't do it at all. That's one. Two, from the conversation I had with someone, we'll get into the, the, the laid out plan as it sits, but this person was telling me that they hadn't as of Monday or Tuesday, what's today, Thursday, so Tuesday or Wednesday, hadn't come to a decision on player-caddy interaction. So I can speak to that a little bit from my sources. And this is another, here's, here's a good one. If you thought golf was slow before, think of how long this is going to take. Now here's the interaction. You are the player, I'm the caddy. Okay. When you want to take a golf club from the bag, I have to sit the bag down and get six feet away from the golf bag. You take the club out of the golf bag. After you hit the shot, when you set the club next to the bag, I now not only have to clean the club, I'm already but I, have, I have to disinfect the whole club. I'm already out. I also, oh. as a caddy, have to disinfect the flag, every flag, every hole. So after the first hole, we, you hit the driver. I got to disinfect the driver before I put it back in the bag. And now we stay six feet apart. When we get to the fairway. I got to get away from you. You pull, the, you pull the, the, the club, hit the shot. I clean the club, disinfect the whole club, put it back in the bag. When we get to the green... When I pull the flag stick out, after the hole is completed, we've got to disinfect the flag and put it back in. How Marty, long are those rounds going to take? I wish that we were allowed, being Disney and ESPN employees, to give our actual feelings on this whole, the science of this whole pandemic in general, but we can't and we won't. But if here, here's how you solve that. And if the players don't like it, then don't do it. Give them all push carts. No caddies? No caddies. Give caddies up. are required, though. You know what? Again. Bylaw. They're required. Guess what happens with bylaws under unprecedented circumstances? You can make a tweak here and there. We've already tweaked the way we live probably forever. We can tweak the caddies for a couple of weeks until it doesn't work, and then they all figure out a way. But just give them push carts. No caddies. And I guess nah, that, what? Well, that doesn't work either. Why? Well, because some of the <laughs> – some of the push carts will end up in lakes. One, I'll no, watch it's, it's, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like I would watch it and stuff too. <laughs> but because, again. Would you rather watch this version of push carts or hit six feet wipe? Hit six feet wipe. Hit six feet wipe. Sometimes it feels like that happens anyway. <laughs> You're playing that bad. <laughs> but. I, no, I would rather watch this six feet in white. And, you know, we're, Taylor is going to have to, he's going to have to bleep this out. But this is what, this is what one player said to me. Actually, two players said the same thing. At some point, we're going to have to get off the pot. Correct. So it's going to be a risk some, at some point, no matter what. And that's not going to be able to be a hundred percent mitigated, no matter what. That's so, where I'm at with that, and that, that right there is where I'm at with everything. 
So the two golfers that said that, though, one of them also said this, though. The smarter move for the PGA Tour would be to just wait one more month. Let's see how the reopening goes with some of these places, and let's see what the reaction is, and then if there is any repercussions from doing that. And then if that's good to go, we come back in a month, and it's like it's if we're gonna go, no fans, but we're gonna go. Let me and ask. Gonna, so you're you're right. talking an extra month to July then. Go into July. Okay. Right. Go into July, and then this is what the player was saying. Go into July, and it's like we're gonna do some social distancing, but the interaction between player and caddy is is gonna be very similar to what it was, except you know maybe uh, I understand disinfecting. The flag sticks because that's going to be, but the player caddy are the only two interacting with the club. That'd be like every time you have dinner with your wife, you got to disinfect the fork after every if you give her a bite of food. Like yeah, that ain't going to do that well. <laughs> so <laughs> that's with you and the dog, not the wife. <laughs> no, Shay's got carte blanche, right? Uh, <laughs> why not the fans in July? Why? Why, if you sell because we still because we will still because we will still be social distancing, and it at a golf tournament at see here's the here's how at a stadium you can still social distance. You can you can still sell yes you can you can sell a certain amount of tickets. Well, that's true. And space people. Yes, but the space between people and the amount of tickets that you sell, you can. You can change those. You can do that at a golf tournament. If yes, you, but if the problem is there's sell, no, there isn't seating at golf tournaments. If so you sell try, 80, but if you sell eighty thousand tickets to Colonial, sell forty thousand. No, yeah, but no. The problem is those forty thousand people are not static. They are right. walking there's along with groups in, in a, a stadium big, in a stage in a forty thousand dollar stadium in a forty. Sorry, let's say there's a, a stadium that has sixty thousand. And you sell 20,000 tickets, right? Right. So all the seats that are sold and that are going to have spectators there, mm-hmm. it's very easy to distance them from one another. And it's also very easy to then distance. Here are the mark spots on the concourses if you're getting food or if you want to get go to the bathroom. Maybe at the concourses you don't even sell food. So in, in, in these extreme situations, you can social distance. What you can't police is if Tiger Woods plays, well, which he let's won't. Say he plays, well, let's say he does. Let's say he plays Hartford. You cannot social distance. If you go, well, we're only selling 40,000 tickets instead of 80,000. Yeah. You can't tell those 40,000 only 200 can walk with Tiger. Well, no, what you do is, well, first of all, you can socially distance in the grandstands because there are seats at golf tournaments. So you could uh, you could do sitting protocol in grandstands. Right, but you don't have 40,000 seats in grandstands. No, you don't. But I would rather 40,000 people spread out over an enormous golf course and open air. But they're air. not. This is what I'm telling you. You you they're not all going to look. Yes, they a lot of them will be Bruh. with Tiger because it, that's yes. The big why do you think here's the deal? Why do you think they group big name guys together? Because it's easy for patterns of people. It's easy for traffic flow. Oh, I thought that was e- a random name draw out of the hat. Right? <laughs> they used to try and lie and say that, oh, it's all computer generated. Really, for 15 <laughs> years, Tiger and Phil never played together on the same wave? Yeah, okay. Yeah. How much did you sell that bridge in Brooklyn for, stupid? <laughs> No, like, I got a better deal on oceanfront property in Arizona. It was good. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, the quake's happening. Just sit tight. <laughs> sit tight. You have oceanfront in a minute. I, I promise, man. Got you right on that fault line. Uh, but that's the whole – this is what I don't understand. Now, there is some – here's a an interesting thing that, that I am starting to dig into just a little bit that actually would be cool for us. There okay. are ways – to mitigate and really minimize what players would have to do socially and travel-wise that would make things safe. Because here's part of the issue that they still are having with somewhere like Texas. The plan was, or is, which the players are still like, what? 
They want to put all the players and caddies in one hotel. You yes. quarantine them in the hotel, right? Yep. Great but idea. But Great idea, right? But before they get to the hotel, the tour, according to sources, is going to send them a testing kit to be tested. It's, why? Why test before you get on an airplane? Because you can't even – You well, a lot of them want to drive. But you can't even get – you can't even make your way to Fort Worth until you've tested negative. Here's and they and what they plan is gonna te- they're gonna test every single day, so it yes. doesn't whatever. The, the, then, but here's why that all goes out the window. Great, you're putting 288 guys in a hotel, and you're gonna and the other thing that they, that has been talked about is all the food is gonna be bringing to them. They can't go out once you're in there. You're in there, right? Course to hotel. Wait, that yeah, let's back up. Who's working at the hotel? Are you going to tell hotel workers? Are you testing them every single day, or do they have to be quarantined there too? Because the last time I checked, you can't so you can't force someone to work twenty four hour shift. So that means you got three shifts of workers that now what you quarantining them? You're not letting them go home. You're not like even if you give them a mask, that even if you do, it's still you. That's not again bad look because all it takes is one. All it takes is one. Yeah, one what do we go doing? home? And before everyone yells at me and gets on at me and says ESPN's Matt Barry says this about the the coronavirus and all that, I'm just like, what do we do when it's infectious disease season? When it's a severe flu season? What do you mean? What do we do? What are we doing? How are we playing tournaments? How are we traveling? How are we staying in hotels? How are well, we- that's one of those bleep and get off the or get off the pot, but. Here's the difference. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying both are infectious well, but that's are very sick but, and you can die from it. No. Well, the problem is numbers. That's why this is so much different than where everyone says it's like getting the flu. No, it's not. It's no, not like getting that. the flu. No, well, not you. I said other people who don't understand, people who try to who say, you know, look, man, everybody should just go out and catch it because it's like getting the flu. And, and once you get you the felt, immunity. Yeah, like, but it's but not. My, my point is the flu is still severe enough in terms of annual deaths and people who get it that we're still putting ourselves in harm's way during that time of year anyway, which it gets is. back, which gets me back to my epiphany. I am okay with the fact that nothing's going to happen for the time being because I don't want to listen and talk about all of this where you're hotel, you're testing, you're quarantining. There's no locker room. You're going from the hotel to the course, putting your shoes on in the parking lot. You're not near your yes, cat. That's, that's you're wearing a mask. But no the, locker room access. And the other, you know what? The other thing that I still haven't heard that anyone's talked about. Two of the most popular, the two most popular spots on tour. Yeah, are the tra- are the pre-stretch trailers. Yes, the two physio trailers yep. that are on tour. I don't. I'm going to assume there's those aren't going to be there no more. What about manufacturing trucks? So you're getting out the car, putting your shoes on. What you going to do, a couple jumping jacks and go to the tee? How is the practice tee going to work? With I thought about that too. So if you finish your round, if you're first off, and you get to the course first thing in the morning and you get warm up, go play, doesn't wait, go wait, as great as how are you warming up with all, all the players out there? Well, that's the thing. In the morning wave, like if you're first off, there's not a ton of guys out there. No. But my question is now, let's say you, you shoot two over after your first round and you were six over, but something kind of clicked on the back nine and you want to go work it out. Are you allowed to? Because now the afternoon guys are warming up and they're yep. getting ready to go play. And now by all of these morning guys now want to do their cool down session, how's that going to work? Are you and, watching all the balls? Are you, does each player get a, one bag of them and then that's it? Here's a great one as a caddy that I just thought of too with no locker room access. You know, in the morning before you go play, got you have some coffee and get them glutes to activate. Like, you yeah. know my routine. Yeah, you've got your routine. Yeah. Where is everyone going to activate their glutes if they're not the clubhouse, the colonial clubhouse? No, no, locker rooms closed. No locker room. Portageon. 
How are you disinfecting that from each dude? <laughs> Number one, here's a, here's a funny story. Back in the day, in Hartford, back in the day, no caddy access allowed in the locker room at all, period. Serves Not you right. <laughs> yeah. I actually almost got arrested. Me and Omar in the hunt on a Sunday, going late. I get to the golf course. I got to go. Like, <laughs> And so Omar's like, come on, man. Walk with me. I'll get you in. So, But I got the bib on. We get there. Security guy can't go in there. Omar's like, no, nah, man, just let him. He just got to go to the bathroom. Come right. Nope. Sorry. Can't go in there. So I'm like, bro, I'm not going in Porta John. You don't go into Porta John and you ain't even playing. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just standing here with security guard. And so I was like, I'm going to go right here in the bush. And he was a cop. So he was like, if you even unzip, you're going to jail. So I was like, oh, we got to do something. <laughs> Omar gives me the keys to the courtesy car. I leave in the courtesy car, the tour courtesy car, drive two miles to a hotel, <laughs> use the bathroom in their lobby, and drive back, meet Omar on the putting green with two minutes before our tea time as we walk up to, all because they wouldn't let nowadays, nowadays, the caddies actually get to use the bathroom. You know, all we want is a toilet that flushes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want the blue backsplash. So nowadays, caddies in, in Hartford get to use the tennis courts bathrooms over there. By oh, the pool, which them, yeah. Is nice. yeah, it's nice. It's just, look, you don't ask for much, man. You don't ask. <laughs> but now, because it is, somebody going to go into the port john and disinfect that every time? No. How, how's that going to? Yeah, well, I don't. These are questions that, that is literally shit or get off the pot. Yes. Yeah. Well, you got to get off the pot at some time. <laughs> the question is when you bleeping, who's wiping the pot? <laughs> because there's a line now. So it's, now it sounds like you've come over to my side. You've had your epiphany. Glive on Maddie and the caddy. Look, all of this is all of this worth it. No, Not I don't. Enough. I don't know the locker thing, like how I don't, I just don't know how that's going to work. But here's, here's my epiphany, at least for what's different about golf than other sports. Football, if, if you need be load the team up on the plane, first thing Sunday morning, you fly. When you get off the plane, there's a play, a, a transportation on a bus on the tarmac, takes you to the stadium, you play and you're out. Let right? me ask you something. Let me ask you a question. But hold on. Here's you, my... whoa, 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 whoa. Football is a – you're making contact with the opponent and your player. Every yeah, but they're wearing, they're wearing masks and they wear gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See-through face masks. What if right. you're an asymptomatic patient? Well, it don't matter if you're, you got masks pass, and gloves on. Then you're passing it to one player to another. So you're going to quarantine a whole 53-man roster? Well, everybody got they got face See, shields on. That's what I'm and, saying. You yeah. can spin this all the way. It is not gonna work until we all just either embrace it or wait. Period. Here's my point for travel on the PGA tour that will knock out airline that knock off airline travel and the problem with hotels. And I I literally just found out about a program that's happening. RVs. And back in the think about back in the day, like in the fifties and the sixties and the seventies, dudes all caravaned anyway, all in. So now imagine player and caddy on an RV bus. You know what I mean? And you just go from place to place. Now you don't have to worry about packing and unpacking because the RV's got washer and dryer on them. You don't have to worry about going out to restaurants because you can now go to a grocery store, get your food for the week. You prepare it and you know it's clean because you're the only person touching it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to worry about hotel rooms and cleaning services because all it's all your stuff. You're the person that's there. And so it knocks out. Who's driving it? So either caddy or player can take shifts or the program that I found out about is there's a service. Yeah. Where you're just the passenger. That's right. And but you got a driver. Who's the driver come in contact with? Yeah, but you have one driver or two drivers that are your full time guys. So you only got to worry about one person. Instead of worrying about a shift of, instead of worrying about a shift of people that are working on the carts to clean the rooms and doing the, like, instead of worrying about a shift, one guy, two guys, maybe. Look, 
I've told Ashley a million times, I was like, babe, when we retire, we're going to spend a lot of money on a super RV and we're just going to go drive the country. I'm, I'm and gonna, we're going to go live gonna five exist. days, five days a week in a different state. We're going to live in a state for one month. I, I think do have a friend of mine actually did it. A Canadian guy bought an RV and sold his house and him and his wife. They, that's what they did. They just traveled around and then they had two kids. So they would do like a month or two with one kid and a month or two with the other kid. And in those months, then they would rent their RV out. And so by renting it out, they paid for it pretty much for the year. And then the rest of those 10 months or the rest of those eight months, I should say, um, they were in the RV just traveling around, playing golf, having a good time. So if anyone out there owns an RV company or knows someone who does, we will have to. I've already, that's, I was talking to pre, bro, don't, I got, don't worry. We'll do a Maddie and the Caddy RV tour. Well, you, hey, it, it works out for the America's Caddy show, potentially. It's in go Maddie and Caddy, like, yeah. No. no, either you're with us or you're against us. You can't go branch out and do your own solo album. I mean, you can, but then that, what? that puts an end to this. What? Come on, man. Don't be, look, I'm just saying. You can you can either be in sync or you can be Justin Timberlake. Now, no, I would Timberlake rather, did all right. <laughs> I would probably rather be Timberlake. I was gonna say Timberlake did all right. You know what I mean? Like Phil Collins, they you know they did yeah. all right when they push out. You know, all right. So that's fine. You just go ahead and just branch out. And Why can't you know what I mean? Why can't we still do some stuff together? But it's not twenty four seven. Fine. You know what? You do what you got to do. There you go. Again, don't be again. <laughs> now you're back to step two. Back to <laughs> denial <laughs> and bitterness. I have oh, step four. You actually made it to step four. Now you're just angry. I've... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've lined up all the logistical issues of the PGA returning. Before we get out of here, I need to ask you a very important question. Okay. How's homeschooling going? Bruh. Not good. I tried, I tried to suspend my two students. Actually, I did suspend them. And I tried to expel them, but the neighbors won't take them. <laughs> Why don't you just give up? Caught drinking on the job. Uh, the principals come on to me, and you I don't know if I can put a case on her <laughs> or not. Harassment, you know. I don't think I can. And I tried to quit last Friday, and then got told I still was expected to be at work on Monday. What subjects it's, are you teaching? I got to. I got help with everything. I, I do not. When you say figure out the area of the shaded rectangle and the shaded parts, and st- don't what? No, nope, not doing Here's, that. Ask me like the parts of a sentence, the predicate stuff. Like, like do you subject not, and the predicate, or like the past, the functionality of the past tense predicate thing? What? No, nope. How much would, if I said right now, I need you to give 15% of your salary to your kids' teachers, would you do it? 15? Oh, more than that, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, that $2 trillion package, <laughs> a trillion should have went to teachers and schools to open back up. That's number one. Ask any any parent out there who's now having to be put in a situation where they're the teacher, you like, how much you want, man? Oh. How much? All right, so this will be another thing. I fully admit that we don't have kids, so I, I Ash and I don't have kids. We're not going to have kids. Um, so this is coming from someone who has no clue what One, you're going Hey, to. I'll let you rent mine. You at least have so, an option to buy. But I feel like someone with me, someone like me who's an outsider, you know, looking into your stress and problems. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. I don't understand why and parents are going to yell at me when they hear this. Just punt on school for the year. Like, just punt. Because it's driving you nuts. You clearly aren't smart enough to teach America's youth. Just, just punt. Like, what are we doing? Well, this is one of the things that's been discussed, too. Is like, just call a timeout on the year. But the that's problem, it. the problem is then, are you going to tell universities that you don't have a freshman class coming in? Well, that's yep. what I'm saying. If you if you just punt 
And then, because a lot of the, they do a lot of the reading on, reading on this, but a lot of the universities today, a lot of Texas, state of Texas universities said that they are going to have students come back in the fall for fall semester. There are campuses around the country that are making that announcement. They fully plan on coming back in the fall. I just don't, I got a buddy of mine that I play with out here in Connecticut and the, the, the virtual schooling, and the, it's a, it, it's a tire fire. Well, here's, yeah, this is the problem that I'm going through. So I got a junior high school student and a fifth grader who's hopefully going into junior high. The junior high student has one class a day for an hour. That's it. So English on Monday, Spanish on Tuesday, math on all that. So, and it's one hour. My fifth grader has three, sometimes four Zoom classes online. And then I literally got, I, I printed them out one day. I got 17 pages of emails oh. worth of work for a fifth grader to do on his own. When it is here in Florida, where in Gainesville, it was 81 degrees without a cloud in the sky. And the iPads, the school iPads were completely unlocked. So you're telling a fifth grader no YouTube videos, right. even though YouTube is there? Like, what are you? And now you're asking me, as a parent who hated school myself, <laughs> and now I'm supposed to be the motivating? Like, are you? What am I paying you for? Like, I don't understand. One of the one of the teachers for the junior high class literally came on for two minutes. And asked a bunch of seventh graders, 13 seventh graders, do you guys have any questions? Do you know any 13 year old who would do, hey, me in front of all my friends who I haven't seen in person forever? Right. And I'm also going through puberty. Hey, you guys, I got a question. I'm not as smart as I'm pretending to be. There was not one question. And the teacher dipped two minutes. Two minutes. It's an hour class once a week. And two minutes was like, hey, okay, bye. Keep doing what punt. you're doing. You got to punt. You got to punt. I now know why liquor stores were considered essential. Correct. Why they had to stay open. Absolutely right. And the other thing I would say, if I were a parent out there, and I'm going to direct this at you, what you need to do is you need to come up with a Mr. Miyagi type training system where you're not teaching them the shaded area and subject and the predicate, teach them life stuff. Go teach them how to wash cars, mow lawns, teach them life stuff. But that's why I put them in the school that they're in right now. Leave them, leave them outside. that they don't have to end up. But, but, but you, you know what? Do the next few months, you don't make make your entire house an escape room and have them figure it out. So that actually would that actually would be kind of fun, except you understand. Both of my boys will start breaking windows to get out. Like, are well, you going to? They figured it out. Well, yeah, but you're not going to. They don't have a job to pay for them windows. They bust no, them out. Then of. they got to. Then they got to find a way in a phone book, not the internet, to find a window repair place. When's the last time you even saw a phone book? You know what? Make it a project. What? What? Making a phone book? No, find one. They, they don't make them anymore. Find one. There's no. What? Find one. If Go you find- found. Let me ask you a question. If you found a phone book, if you were some way able to find a phone book, number one, it would either be in a time capsule or in a library, which you're not allowed to go to. But any phone numbers in there would be like, and here's this rotary phone. And they would look at that. What is that? Now, I do make them go outside and explore. Like They are forced to go outside. I take the iPad. Make them identify trees, flowers, birds, lizards. I, I couldn't tell you if they were wrong. <laughs> You're the herpetologist. So snakes, lizards, turtles. We got plenty of turtles in the pond right. that's back Identify out there. Identify one, yeah. bring one home, cool. and do a project with it. Yes, and try not to get bit. Don't bring Shoot. the poisonous stuff home. Kill one and dissect it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is how bold. Hey, you want to hear something crazy? How yeah. bold have the squirrels gotten since I got the feeder now that they can't get into? This morning. One of them, hold through the screen on the back porch again. See? Going through stuff. Making a project for the kids. 
yeah, build me a squirrel trap and just don't knock one of your own fingers out. Because right but, now the squirrels are the alphas in your neighborhood. Not you. No, they're, no, they're not. Oh, they're not? No, because when I walk out, they don't stand there and be like, what's up? What you want? No, alphas, <laughs> alphas be like, you know what I mean? That's why alphas, I run. They know. Alphas drop their acorns and be like, I'm here. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> hey, my acorns, here's your peanuts right in front of my feet. I'm going to let, let my acorns hang and I'm yeah. going <laughs> to come get this squirrel COVID peanut punk. Let's see how bad you want. <laughs> All right. That's, that's a good place to end it uh, for today. So, long story short, the match, eh, the epiphany makes sense. <laughs> the tour, we'll figure it out. We are getting day 50 of no sports. Who's counting? Um, next week will be will be just as fun. Next week, Matt Berry in stage four of grief of well, no, no sports. Next week, next week I'm on Sports Center Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday because they're splitting us up. Uh, so oh. I'll be, I'll be back on the Sports Center next week. Okay, good. So see, you'll feel better because you have a lot more stuff to do. Correct, because it's 43 and raining here in the Northeast, so I can't even get out and play today. Ooh, there you go. Can I suggest one thing for you? Yeah, Loby. <laughs> No, nah, man, it looks good. By the way, <laughs> when when Colin and I started this uh, this pod via Skype today, we were both wearing glasses. I know. That I was took weird. Mine, I took mine off. Yeah. What I mean, kind? I look smart when I keep on. You know right. what? I put the I put the glasses on now. If I have to do something serious, it's like when Oprah puts her hair up. When Oprah puts her hair up, you be like, "Oh, this is gonna be a serious show." See, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about wearing them on Sports Center one day. Yeah. And then when I'm doing like a serious conversation with somebody, I'm going to take them off. Yes, that's the move. <laughs> you got to take them off and do the Brian Gumpel point. point. Yeah. Point with the glasses in my hand. Yeah. And be like, well, wait a second. If if football is the economic engine, why can't we make it work? That's the question. Then I'll put the glasses back. No, on. don't put it back on. What you got to do is as then when they answer. Yeah. Chew on one of the guests. Because now, oh, you're Chew really on you're really thinking about their answer. Now I'm like, this dude, all you need after that's a pipe. <laughs> I need a corn cob pipe. This dude is a genius. Look at us. We are solving the world's problem one eyeglass at a time. For the caddy. Like Collins. I'm the Maddie. This has been Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.